0: netcasts you love from people you trust this is twig bandwidth for this week in google is provided by cashfly c-a-c-h-e-f-l-y dot this is twig this week in google episode 95 recorded may 18th 2011 the algo is complicated. This week in Google is brought to you by squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to create a high-quality website or blog. For a free 14-day trial, go to squarespace.com/twig and be sure to check out their annual plans for savings of up to 20% off. It's time for Twig. This week in Google, Gina Trapani is here. Am I saying that right now?
1: <laughs>
0: no. How do you say it?
1: Not Trapani. Trapani. Trapani is how I say it. Gina Trapani is okay, too.
0: (laughs) Trapani. Gina Trapani is here. I'm sorry. Gina, I've been mispronouncing her name for 94 episodes.
1: No, 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 no. Trapani is a completely valid pronunciation. But Trapani is not.
0: Even at Google I.O. last week, you could have slapped me upside the head and said, say my name right. But no, (laughs) she's just too nice. No,
1: no, no. no. It's it's all good. I'm down with those two pronunciations. All right no. Tripini, I'm going to say no. it
0: wrong from now on because now, yeah, tomato, I
1: tomato, Leo. Trape it's all I, good.
0: I'm not really get every possible variation now. Yeah, I'll <laughs> never get it right. That's Jeff Jarvis from BuzzMachine.com. Easy to say. Yes, he's a professor. He should know. So uh, Jeff, Gina, and I will talk about this week in Google. And actually, before the show began, we were talking about a TED Talk that's been making the rounds. Uh, by, is it Eli Pariser? Is that his name, Jeff? Yeah. You're going to debate him. Well, I, now I don't know. Now I don't know. Pariser.
2: Any name on earth. <laughs> Gina,
0: <laughs> Perzer, whatever. I have no idea. He's from moveon.org, which is, a, I think, a, a respectable uh, political site. And he yeah. ta- did a TED Talk on something called Filter Bubbles, saying that uh, customized search from companies like Facebook, the Huffington Post, Google, um kind of disenfranchise people because we end up seeing just the stuff we want to see, not stuff we ought to see. Is that
2: f- the old is echo that f- chamber argument that, right. that, that I think is exactly the opposite for a few reasons. One is there was no worse an echo chamber than an old media property like a newspaper where one editor picked stuff for us. Now I have far more serendipity. I have far more choice. Second, uh, turn it off, and what you get is the same thing everybody else has. What he's doing is turning this all into a mass again. We're finally escaping the mass. I don't want to go
0: back to that where we all supposedly watch the same thing. We don't care about That's a good point. About. I mean, it, it, you could you can clearly make the point. I'm sure Google does that. This kind of search personalization is what people want. They want results that are more course, like what they're looking relevance. for. Relevance. Do I want irrelevance? Yeah. I want I want
2: other noise. No, I want reduced noise. And and then um, you know I, I I think that the the idea that this somehow ill service us that we should have the same thing as everyone else as I say really is a problem of thinking of us as a mass. It's kind of a, pardon me for this now, professorial moment. It's a Habermas moment. What's it's, that? It's saying that we're all uh, in the same public sphere and the entire value of these new tools is that we can create our own publics and our own worlds.
0: All right, but but what do you say to the fact that, that we no longer have serendipity, that serendipity helped expose us to, to a few we didn't agree with?
2: I have far more serendipity than ever. Editors define serendipity as that which they fed you. <laughs> That's true. The <laughs> definition of serendipity that I have and, and The Guardian tried a while ago, as a joke, to do a serendipity generator. It was a random uh, generator of, uh, of stories. And I'm sure Steve in the prior show would explain to me how it's not exactly random, but I won't understand. Pseudo-random, just pseudo-random. It's a pseudo-random uh, listening to stories. And I said, that's not serendipity. Serendipity is not randomness. Serendipity, in my definition, is unexpected relevance. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I, 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 I'm glad I know that now. That's interesting to me. I wouldn't have known that would be interesting to me, right? That kind of stuff.
0: I like that, and you want that. Right, That's the exactly. kind of thing as you browse. that people say, well, when you browse in a bookstore, you'll come upon things you didn't know. When you look on Amazon, everything's a direct result. You don't see that.
2: Right, so I get a tremendous amount of this. Last point on, on Eli, uh, and by the way, I'm going to debate him on these points at the 92nd Street Y on, I think, October 3 in New York. Good. My book that um, sounds good. Listening to the talk, he said that, I'm just giving up everything I'm going to say
0: then, so what the heck. Yeah, well, no, um, that's okay. You're giving him ammunition, though, I'm so more, Eli, more please more don't watch you. this. Yeah.
2: Um, the other point was that he, he, he talked about Facebook editing the web as if we had access to the entire web <laughs> of everything and Facebook was bringing it down. No, it's a very different concept. Facebook is curating things for us. And and he got all shocked. He, the example he gives is that is that um you know I'm a political guy, I'm progressive, otherwise known as liberal. It's okay, it's not a dirty
0: <laughs> word. Progressive, and, it's the new liberal, yeah. Yeah, I hate that. Uh I'm a liberal,
2: it's okay. Um the L so the says, real L word. At some, yeah, <laughs> at some point, uh Facebook Do liberals kiss
0: up, each other? Because I'd like to see that. That's hot. Only only air kisses. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Only you, Leo. I Only know. you. I know. Only I'm sorry you. I
0: went there, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. My apologies. Because I like you. <laughs> I know. She puts uh-huh. up with a lot. Uh-huh. You're you're usually your points, Leo. We're all um, wearing black. That's just want to say. So
2: he <clears throat> said, oh, no, I forgot where I was. That threw me off for a loop. Um, uh, Jack, help me. What was I saying? What I was he talking he about? Cut. All I remember is progressive. Oh, right, right. So, so, so it cut out because he, he tended to look at his progressive friends stuff more the, his his newsfeed started cutting out the conservative friends and he saw this as a horrible thing where they were limiting him well that's not the point is he was only reading the liberals
1: right this is and, this is the thing you have, your to, turn. as an adult, as a thinking human, you have to follow people and read news, news sources of, with lots of different viewpoints. I mean, this is kind of on you, like as a thinking person, to do right. Yeah. So it depends. Right. I mean, if you only look at your at the same people who are just echoing the same things, I mean, if you're following good writers, they're presenting opposite viewpoints as well. Sorry, Jeff, I didn't mean to hijack, but
0: no, you didn't at all. You were, you know, I was done. Well, and I think Jeff makes it really the best point of all, which is no matter what, we're getting a lot more inputs than ever before. We're getting exposed to far more stuff. Even if you follow only liberal writers on Twitter, you're going to still see a lot of uh, contrarian points of view and so forth. Exactly. You see the arguments that they're making. You see
2: the links. We have, we have more of an ethic of linking to that with which we disagree.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: if you don't do that, that's, that's a sin in our world. And you certainly don't want to go back to the bad old days where a handful of elderly white men controlled mainstream media. I mean, that's that's it. I mean, it's, they still do. But at As least we we'll don't... will
2: talk about the moment, one of whom for just this reason doesn't understand Twitter <laughs> and uh, is is what, what he's upset about, Bill Keller of the New York Times, we'll get to it more in a second, but, but just starting on this, is that we're distracted. Twitter distracts us from what he tells us. Yeah,
0: listen to me! Exactly. <laughs> hey, no, attention to those other guys there's too much noise
2: right that's the whole media problem you know is that is that media took over the voice of the people and the people are now getting the voice back and we're no longer all watching one media window in the world we are creating our own worlds across borders across boundaries we gleeks hang together and do
0: a group (laughs) hug right and we can do that I you know I always think of the fact that the that what we kind of accept as a given which is uh, the mass media is really a a modern invention I mean uh it's n- no more than a couple of 100 years old if even that and uh, pre mass media talk about hyper local <laughs> you would know yeah. you would know everything about your neighbors nothing about the rest of the
2: world exactly I I I I'm going to do Hopper Moss twice in one show and that's a that's a I should get shot for that But Habermas, the German philosopher who says that the public sphere started in the 18th century when what he said was the whole world was in fact a very small group of male property owners and such uh, had discussions in coffee houses. It was the first time, he argues, that they became a counterweight to the state. But then he laments that mass media came along and ruined it because (laughs) mass media now spoke to us. Now, I actually think that Habermas ruined the concept because before (laughs) his view, when we had the beginnings of the press and art, I'm talking about the, my book now, we were able to use tools to create new publics, many publics, publics of all various sorts and kinds. And when he and media put us into a mass, that was a terrible period as far as I'm concerned, and we're breaking free of that. That's what I but think. we're still viewing the world in these old
0: terms. Right. That's, that's exactly what I think. And by the way, this will be on the final. Make sure you're taking notes, kids. Um, I mean, it's not perfect. Nobody's saying it's a perfect solution. There are all sorts of issues. And filter bubbles, we should be aware of that as a a potential issue. But I think you make the point, Gina, give people some responsibility to break out of whatever, you know, filter bubbles they may have created. Because a thinking mature grown up seeks out other points of view.
1: I mean, I follow all my family members on Facebook. That gives me all sorts of different <laughs> points of view. <laughs> I can't escape the other points of view. <laughs> Sorry, that's Andy. true. Do they,
0: all, do they all say this name the same way? <laughs> Trapani, <laughs> Trapani, Tropani, trumpet.
1: Trapani, Trapani. Trapani.
0: Um, yeah, and I do. You know, I do that actually, Gina. I will. I will intentionally, as long as I can, watch Fox News, <laughs> and I will. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go that far. Well, but. that might be going a little. far. Oh boy, we're going to hear from the <laughs> oh,
1: our sorry. conservative viewers.
0: Sorry, no, but I do actually. I actually try to follow uh, conservative uh, commentators. Uh, I've got Carl Rove on my Twitter feed, uh, and and I watch Fox News because if you don't watch Fox News, you don't know
2: what that part of the world is talking about. Yeah. You don't know how to respond to it. You're 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 being purposely ignorant about a part of the the electorate. I and, have and,
1: relatives who watch Fox News.
2: Yes, <laughs> they, they do that for you, yeah, so you do don't have to. <laughs> and then we debate. Yes, it's the way I bond with my father. You know.
0: <laughs> well, if you know, actually, actually, if you watch a lot of MSNBC, pretty soon you do need something a little anodyne to uh, yeah. to cleanse the palate, <laughs> shall we say? Um, no, okay, good. I'm glad we brought that up because I, you know, I've been seeing a lot of links to this uh, this TED Talk. The notion of uh, filter bubbles. And I think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about. And people should be aware that, uh, you know, it's important to craft your sources so you hear from a variety of of people. Where he's he's
2: very right, uh, and I I haven't read the book yet, uh, uh, but where he's very right, I think, is that we in technology tend to not see how algorithms and such do have a prejudice, and do affect, it's, it's, it's the same argument that right. other people like, like um, I think, Lessig and Shirky make about games. That games rules are a form of law. And they have an influence then on how the world behaves. So how the algorithm operates does indeed have a prejudice. And, and you can have valid algorithms that give you um, less valuable information than you could otherwise get. So I don't disagree with that. But the notion that we were better before, I think, is just curmudgeonly as hell.
0: There's also the issue of uh, the fact that Google is collecting information about your searches, that Facebook knows about your searches, and this—no, oh, really, <laughs> yeah, really—surprise, uh, yeah. web history uh, and so forth. And uh, you can turn that off. Harris, uh, the Harris uh, Interactive poll uh, talked to 2,124 U.S. adults and asked them if they agreed or disagreed that there's such an art to phrasing poll. Oh questions. boy, is there. <laughs>
1: Yes, there is.
0: Uh, Do you agree or disagree with this question? Google, Facebook, and others
1: control
0: too much of our personal information and know too much about our browsing habits. How could you disagree with that? 76% agreed with it. 36% of those strongly agreed with it. 16% a mere 16% said they didn't think internet companies know too much about us. Is that how many employees Google has now? <laughs> 16% of the population. Uh 8% said huh?
1: <laughs> so the headline is if you give someone information they have it.
0: Facebook and Google Bingo, know Gina. too much Bingo. about us. Bingo.
1: What is too much? I uh, this is this is this whole story this so, is frustrating. Yeah, I wish
0: Harris had said, well, did you tell Facebook that you were, you know, in a complicated relationship that you lived in, <laughs> in, in Muncie, Indiana, that you have 2.5 children. Did you tell them that? And now you're upset that they know that? I don't understand. What, what? <laughs> the no, I didn't tell gonna, Facebook that. I told my friends that.
2: It's going to lead to stupid legislation. You know, the the do not track stuff is now is now taking off again. Where in the e, the UK is now going to implement? Uh, opt in because of an eu regulation yeah we're heading down the thing that's going to kill the business it's, it's 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 really a problem and there's a really stupid law being proposed in the california senate which i think is on the list there leo
0: oh let's talk about it i don't know uh, God, here uh, i am in california it's the you under, call it the numnuts privacy law yeah, yeah. Not, not <laughs> is that, that the I, official term Yes, <laughs> num the numb nuts law. N- 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 T e
2: is the adjectival form. This if N- this passes, N- this N- this can't
0: possibly pass. But you know, I I would not put anything past the California legislature. These guys are clueless, to say the least. So, what are they proposing? I was hoping you were going oh, to. I'll read it. There. You want me to read it? Yeah, why it's why your, you story. your story. I hate to read your story. No, 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 no. All right, I'm going to load this. This is from this ain't indignation. You know, it's okay. Do they? I don't watch. Do they do that on Dignation? They oh yeah, they each them. have their stories. They say this is Alex will say that's my story, Kevin. Not. I'm sitting in the uh, in the in the doctor's waiting room reading a article about Kevin Rose, and I'm thinking, where did a I go of wrong? <laughs> where did I go wrong? No, it's like for a venture capitalist, venture capitalist Kevin Rose, who I remember as being like the kid who fixed the computers. <laughs> uh, it's like he had er- he was an early investor in Zynga, and I'm going oh, yay yay.
1: You did everything right, Leo. Uh,
0: I guess. Uh, right. I wasn't, like I'm wasn't. i not like an, early, Kevin, not an early investor in Zynga. Web giants Facebook, Google, and Twitter and Skype have banded together to oppose an online social networking privacy bill in California that will require users' permission to display personal information such as home addresses and phone numbers. Senate Majority Leader uh, Ellen M. Corbett from San Leandro, just up the road a piece, said it was originally aimed to protect minors. Um, she said then that Facebook and other companies argued the focus on youth would encourage people to lie about their age. So she said, "Well, all right, we'll just say everybody. We'll amend the bill to so focus COPA on everybody." So, all of this, right? And you have to uh, fax, what's
2: that? Uh, mail or email specific permission to put any personali- personally identifiable information up. So, what if you think about this? This, this, this shifts the default
0: to private. So Flickr would never exist. So in other words, if I wanted to put my home address on a Facebook page, I'd have to fax them permission? Yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, just the fact that the word fax is, is, is mentioned that I just completely <laughs> invalidates any... Oh.
0: The bill would also allow parents to request any personal identifying information about their children under the age of 18 to be removed within 48 hours... That seems, I guess, okay.
2: Well, but that's... COPA has caused problems up to age 13. Uh, Dana Boyd would say that we're putting too much protection on our youth. We don't allow them to you know, be online and have their identities and anything else. It means that there's no such thing as a 13-year-old online. Every child is 14 at birth. Right. Uh, so we now extend that to 18, basically, is what that says.
0: The bill uh, passed a Senate committee, but it has not yet gone before the full Senate. And then, of course... Full legislature, and then, of course, the governor. I don't even know who the governor of California is anymore. <laughs> I just found out that it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, so. but we now, you now have an heir to the throne, at least, a whole <laughs> new
1: one.
0: <laughs> the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um,
1: but Jeff, would this really mean that Flickr couldn't exist?
0: Well, Flickr defaults to public,
1: right? right. So, so, so what she is yeah,
0: doing
2: is defaulting everything to private. That's what, right. what's what happens. You're going to get in trouble... If you just automatically share with the world the thing, so it turns it into a closed world. It but but it only sense. says
0: it only says yeah. name,
2: I address, and phone story. number. I read another story that had any NEP, any PII. Any hmm. personally Any PII,
1: so that would include a photo of yourself A
2: name anything. Was what I'd read.
0: All right, well, let's look at it. We got uh, okay. I got the bill right here. Okay, SB two forty two by Senator I'm, Corbin. Existing law required. But even
2: so, it's still stupid. If you want to put your address up on Facebook, you have to give permission for Facebook to do what you just told
0: Facebook to do. Right. Bill would prohibit a social networking site from displaying in the designated text field to the public or other registered users the home address or telephone number of a registered user of the internet. Um, it doesn't. It does, it's just home address and phone number. I do know. Uh, social network shall not establish... Oh, here you go. This is the one. Uh-huh. So in uh, section uh, part 2.7, section 60A, a social networking internet website, whatever that is, shall... shall I guess that's anything, right? You know, I mean, do they define this? Except, except, except the New York Times. Right. You shall establish a default privacy setting for registered users as a site that prohibits the display to the public or other registered users of any information... About a registered user other than the user's name and city of residence, without the agreement of the user, and the agreement of the user has to be done, you know, explicitly, as you mentioned, with fax, email, letter. You now see that it falls
2: under the rubric, uh, your honor, of nuts.
0: The internet website shall not complete the process of registering a new user until privacy settings are selected by the user. All privacy settings available to all users of the Internet website in a conspicuous place. Easy to use format. Oh, I just what you know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, OK.
1: So this uh, is basically to combat someone on Facebook publishing information about their friends and associating with their friend's profile without that person's assent.
2: Consent. Well, no, it's, it prevents you from doing it yourself.
0: Oh, here's the definition of a social mm-hmm. networking website an Internet web-based service that allows an individual to construct a public or partly public profile within a bounded system. the hell does that mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. And the
0: fine is uh, $10,000 for each violation. Well, I, de- I hope it doesn't pass, but it is, a, it is pretty. And kooky. here's the other issue, even
2: though I, I know I'm just being chicken level here, but but let's say it passes. Let's say it becomes law in California because, hey, Crazier things have happened, not your Oh, way. yeah.
0: <laughs> and, oh, it could happen.
2: Uh, so what does that do then to the rest of America and the rest of the world? So right. Facebook. That's the problem. There,
0: it becomes the high watermark of regulation. Do, are you of the opinion that, okay, well, where, where, where do you, where, if you could regulate the Internet, where would you regulate it? Obviously not at the state or local level. Is the federal level enough? Because the Internet's international. Do you have to have an international court it, or just can you not regulate it at all? You don't. Net neutrality is net neutrality. You cannot regulate the internet. And you can regulate behaviors. You
2: can regulate, you can You can say that, uh, you know, if you steal from somebody and you use the internet to do it or the mail to do it or, you know. Anything that's specifically
0: internet. So child pornography is child pornography, whether it's on the exactly. net or in exactly. a book. So those behaviors that it's are, illegal. Are, illegal, are illegal anywhere. Right.
2: Well, that's the exact problem. When, when, when the terribly tragic case of Tyler Clemente, the young man, Rutgers University, who was spied upon, allegedly by his roommate, and then jumped so off sad. the bridge. A horrible, horrible moment. And, uh, but uh, the argument, I, I went on, uh, Katie Kirk kind of debated me on the air, the only time i have been on the show, wow, and she's like, this is, a, this is a teachable moment about the internet. I kept saying, no, it's a teachable moment about life.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. That yeah that's not That could have happened,
2: could have happened through, through a Kodak camera or a Wisp. A diary sitting on the desk. Right. And so so the problem is we're now demonizing the Internet and technology as if it causes these problems. Yeah. The truth about the Tyler Clemente case is the fact that in this day and age, if any young person thinks that being discovered as gay is reason that you should go kill yourself is not his problem, it is society's problem that we got that far, and that's the real story. We don't blame technology for that, we blame friggin' society. End
0: of sermon. Thank you, sir. Yes. And you're right on, and we and Gina and I both say, yes, sir.
1: Yeah, and the, and the story had nothing to do with how like Tyler was able to connect with other no. and like gay teens in general are able to connect with one another and find exactly. community and find connection at one of the you know most horrible you know times in your life, which is coming out. You know, they didn't talk. It wasn't about it gets better, right? It was about the the web. The internet lets right. people find out stuff internet. about you. Right.
0: You know, though, I wonder sometimes, Jeff, if you and I are so abnormal. That we are not – because you and I both, and I don't know if it's because we're kind of pathetic exhibitionists or we're a new breed. We're a new breed of open people. But our default is very, very public. It is, and I think that that, that comes – you tell me.
2: Uh, but I, I think that I didn't necessarily start life that way. I didn't have the means to be that way, right? And only only because blogs did, did we get the means to do this and right. then other tools that follow – and then, having done it and pushed the envelope, I found no harm. So no.
1: neither of you have been harassed, stalked. Threatened. No. Oh, I've been stalked. Yeah, okay. I've, been, I've,
2: I've had bozos come after me in various ways. Yeah, but uh, I was stalked
0: I, not because of the internet. I was stalked because I was a radio oh, right. post.
1: Well, okay, and so the internet's a platform for becoming well known, right? Well known, right. but, w- but I've
0: been public since I was twenty because I've right. always been a broadcaster. And
1: uh, but, but have you ever f- truly felt threatened?
0: But yeah this woman had a knife, but
1: uh, okay, I feel threatened by that yeah the, and so did that make you question whether or not publishing your whereabouts was maybe no, a good idea, or no I,
0: this is a very good question,
1: yeah, I mean
0: I think, and I'd love to hear what Jeff says, but I think I've received so much benefit from living in public that it outweighs the risk, the very real risk, but in my opinion, low risk that it presents. So, And I think that there are ways to be public safely, like not use Foursquare to check in when you arrive, but use it to check in when you leave, that kind of thing. Although I don't care. But I am a guy. That's a very important point. Well, I'm a, very important. Yeah, I'm a kind of hefty guy.
1: But you have a wife and daughter, right? Well, so. and
0: this is where it came up for me uh, is in uh, obviously. I they, they have to make that decision for themselves. Abby actually is pretty public. She has a a Quora page or uh, not Quora the other one, FormSpring page where she answers a lot of questions. She has a Twitter site. She she's fairly public. She did a podcast for us. Uh Jennifer does not want to be public, so you won't see many pictures of her. Although then she gets mad at me because there's no pictures of her. <laughs> like, well, are you are you are you shaming me? I said, No, you don't want any pictures of you. And then uh but so no, but so I respect that. Although I have to admit it's hard for me, and I'm kind of proud of my kids, and I want to yeah. And yeah. Henry Henry, you know, uh when he was pretty young, said, Tweet my uh, tweet my cell phone number. I want to get some texts. Wow. <laughs> and I did. Wow. And it was kind of funny because his phone. It Was vibrating so much it went off, you know, it went off the table, and then we put it on the table, and it went right off the table again, and he thought it was great. He 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 probably does like being public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I, it is risky. I understand it's risky. It's more risky for women. Um, more risky, you know. I mean, uh, and everybody has to make that choice.
2: People with with things that are that are, that are attacked.
0: But Gina, I I think, I think you know you're absolutely
2: right to raise this, and 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 I'm not at all against looking at what bad could happen. But what I argue about the curmudgeons is that they want to manage, that this legislation manages around only the worst that could happen.
1: Right.
0: And if
2: that's what we do, we're all in caves. We Can miss we miss out, out on, on the happen.
0: benefit. Yes. I,
1: right. I, agree, I agree with you. I agree that the benefit outweighs the risk. That's why I'm doing the show. That's why, you know, right. open source developer, all live that in kind of public, thing. Yeah. Right but you but i can see you know I, you know you hear the stories about people you know well, who Kathy who, Sierra
0: is a good example. Yeah, Kathy
1: Sierra is a great example. I mean that is that's some scary stuff. that would make me want to go into a cave too, right? I think it's important not to and um you know and i have i have kind of some, some of my own experience with it and and it's hard it's hard to it's it's a constant weighing of the benefits versus the risks. The but benefits you, certainly do outweigh the risks. Yes, you control you're right. how
0: you are you mean and yes. and you protect yourself. I do. Uh As,
1: Much as I can. So
0: you you are public in a safe, what you deem to be a safe way.
1: You know, there were those situations where a friend uh, kind of casually mentions, you know, something publicly, that, you know, that we had done together. You know, there, there are times when you can't control that all this gets published about you. That right. It does happen. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe my friends don't realize how, you know, that I'm trying to, you know, not publish pictures of my wife or not right. mention exactly where I live or that kind right. of thing. You know, uh, so so I think that's that's why. And I'm just playing devil's advocate because I really do agree with you guys. But I think this this is where the, these, this kind of legislation comes up. Well, this is that's you're from. right.
0: And that's where we need rules. Uh, societal rules. We need to have this conversation, and and, and it needs to become ex- expected societal custom that you don't, you don't out somebody else. You exactly. right. Everybody's exactly. privacy is their own, and I had to learn that. I mean, I am not that way, and so with my family, I really had to kind of mm, learn not to to say stuff. Um, but Jeff gets so much out of his uh, blog posts about prostate cancer but did, and so forth. But,
2: you know, you remind yes. me, I should have put this in the book, I forgot about this, but I remember once uh, when I was in San Francisco and I was a columnist. So, I, same thing, uh, at, at age 23, I was public, uh, uh, you know, in a way. You that, had a that, byline.
0: That
2: yeah. I had a byline and a little picture of the size of my nose. <laughs> um, and so I remember going out on a kind of date, uh, kind of date, because that's, that's what my social life was like. Never, <laughs> I've had a few of those too, yeah. Here I was, straight guy in San Francisco. You think I would have had the greatest <laughs> time on earth? It was, uh, it was... Anyway, so I was out on kind of a date with her, and 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 mentioned the column, went to this movie, and I thought it was the same thing with you and Jennifer. I thought I, she'd be insulted if I didn't say that you know she said something. She got really mad at me. You know why did you drag me into your column? Yeah, and she was right. She was absolutely right. Yeah. big lesson yeah. learned. Big lesson you don't learned. drag you others don't in. Drag others in.
0: Gina, you've changed your settings.
1: Sorry. My, I don't know what's going on. With, uh, I should be better now.
0: You are much.
1: Well, well some, some tech trouble here. Sorry. No,
0: that's fine. Uh, but So it's good, it's good for us to have this conversation, but it's not good for us to legislate. Well, but here's thing. the key thing. The, the sane discussion that we're
2: having right now about bad things that could happen, how serious is the risk, what do you do about it, can you protect against them, can you educate people, that's all 100% absolutely legitimate. Yep. But that's not the way the discussion is being held. So Gina is playing devil's
0: advocate. We need to discuss both yes. sides of this. That's what, absolutely sane and right. What are the risks? What right? What's never What's never brooded about? And I'm, I'm glad you're writing a book on it. Is what are the rewards? That's the whole thing. Because very yeah, few of us live this way. This is not a typical way to live. No, it's not. The def- no. Most people say, "Oh, that's uh, what? Why would I want to do that?" And so I think it's good to talk about. The, the amazing rewards of uh, living in public. For one thing, I feel, you know, I live in a community of, of uh, viewers and listeners that are incredibly valuable and supportive to me. Yes. And I wouldn't have that if I, weren't, if I hadn't put myself out
2: there. I really found it true. You know, in the whole prostate cancer thing, uh, where, you know, I said a lot, I really only had one guy who attacked me. And he didn't like me anyway. Why would he, he attack you? Sort of you have prostate cancer. Why would uh, somebody attack you? To, but he found my. He, he was trying to make a, a, another point. I write about in the book. It's a guy named Mark Derry. He can't stand me. Never could. Uh, but he, you know, he uses the larger point to say that we're all becoming uh, bloggeric and, and 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 saying too much. Well, I find that to be an odd thing that he decides what's too much.
0: Yeah, good point.
2: The whole notion of oversharing. Well, who's to say? That that's oversharing. Now, at the same time, I can acknowledge that I can certainly—it's very easy to get really boring and tell people things they don't want to know. Well, but they're um, not
0: compelled to follow
2: you. Exactly, exactly. So for them to say that I'm oversharing is a way to restrict my speech, and I never
0: like that. Oh, I thought that's a good point. So in effect, this uh, this law here is a well—you can't say it's an abridgment of speech because it's 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 a law for commercial entities to protect people. I'm not sure. Well, I, why is this law dangerous? By the way, well, we've lost Gina. Thing, we'll we'll get her back. She's probably back. rebooting. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna filibuster. I don't know what the hell. Filibuster. It's your turn.
2: Uh, no, it's always my turn. I take too far too many turns. <laughs> no, we love it. it. No, this is these are great subjects. Uh, uh, you know why is it dangerous? I think it's dangerous because of the unintended consequences. Because a lawyer would say to the Flickr founders when they founded, you know, you really shouldn't do that. You better default everything to private. And then it would have been just another little photo service where we would have shared our little photos with other people and we never would have gotten anywhere. And because the effort that goes into, well, you know, the, the legislator would say, well, but no, you can do it. You just have to get, you know, a fax. Well, it's not going to be worth it. It's not worth building. With it. And look at the wonderful, amazing things that came out of Twitter. Look at what we can share in yeah, that way. That's what if point. on, uh, you know, if, if, we, if, if Twitter had to get a fax from us, or so it's okay for
0: me to say where I am right or now. Or for the guy in uh, Tahrir Square in Cairo yep. Yep. who had his location yep. on his tweet, oh, you can't publish that until you get him to fax you. Right, yeah. exactly. And so I, you know,
2: I think that, as, as always in these cases, it's unintended consequences. One I think I, I say in the book, and, and I go way overboard in, in drawing parallels to the Gutenberg age, People will make fun of me for, it, but I don't care. I'm absolutely. I do obsessed. it all the
0: time too. I agree with you. I'm obsessed. That's the last um, big information revolution. Oh, and it
2: has an equal impact what we're going to have today. Yeah. And the problem remains. This guy wrote a RAND study in 1996, which is you know, or, or very early in the web, saying that um, we shouldn't try to forestall the change that the net brings, and that those countries in Europe that did so with the press fell behind in yeah. general bigger ways.
0: Well, that's the risk. That's a good point. That's the larger risk.
2: And, and it's cultural too. I mean, go back to Bill Keller, editor of the New York Times, in his curmudgeonly piece for the Sunday's magazine that's now online, um, that is pure Twitter bait, and we're all fallen for it, including me. But he just goes on about how Twitter distracts us from, from what he's saying to us, that he does, it's not real conversation. Well, who's to say that he decrees that? That it's not real relationships. Well, you bet it is. And I compared it in some tweets to Erasmus, who had the same exact reaction to books. If I may read just a moment's quotes. Oh, yes. Uh, So Erasmus said, to what corner of the world do they not fly, these swarms of new books? Books, he said, are hurtful to scholarship because it creates a (laughs) glut, and even in good things, satiety is most harmful. That's right. Uh, Finally, the minds of men are, quote, flighty and curious of anything new and would be distracted from, quote, the study of old authors. Old authors like Bill Keller.
0: Yeah. So don't write anything new because uh, nobody will read our crap. Yep. Uh, you know, Bill, that, that article struck me as the, the article we see from everybody who kind of f- just discovers Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost embarrassing. You know, he'll look back on this, in a, I think, in a couple of years and go, oh, God, I can't. I was. Oh, the- I've, got, I've gotten. The, I've got to find. I have an exchange with him over
2: blogs. I try to get him to invite bloggers into the New York Times and have uh, bagels. And uh, let
0: me see if I can find. He's it. the executive editor of the New York Times. We should say. Yeah, and
1: he's tweeted twenty times. Yeah,
0: he's new to Twitter, so he yeah. thinks it's a bunch of people eating their sa- having sandwiches. I mean, that's I hear that every time when somebody's new to Twitter, and then it, it takes them six months, but then they go, oh, yep, and
1: yeah, and it happened to all of us. It happens to all of us. I had the same reaction,
0: and mm-hmm. that's just kind of sad to see him publish it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he'll feel bad about that later <laughs> because he's
1: an executive editor of the, of the times right i mean well, he says the times has made made some you know a lot of kind of efforts in social media but this is truly really the way he feels about it yeah. it's just an uninformed opinion and it it's is. one-sided i thought that you know i thought the thing that bothered me the most about the article is that i thought that there were seeds of valid points it was just really one-sided and uninformed i mean this is obviously a person who hasn't who hasn't he
0: just discovered it.
1: Truly use these tools in, in, in you know in a good way. I mean, you know,
0: I wish somebody would just collate all of these articles because there have been so many of them. Oh. Yeah. and and just and then just put them all together. Because they all cut. say the same thing, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I I wouldn't recommend going to it now at all, but but for those who might be interested, if you go to buzzmachine.com slash times, you'll find an exchange from March two thousand five. And we had basically the same exchange over email about uh, blogs. And by the way, uh, Please ignore the spam links that are in there. I don't know. It's an old archive. I don't know how to get them out. Help! Um, and it's way long and kind of ridiculous. But he was just kind of similarly dismissing blogs then. And I think, I think now he would not. Well, he would to some extent. But it's, it's a pointless thing. It says the progress has come. Things have changed. And I don't it, like it goes back to bad <laughs> I, things could happen. Right? I don't like it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> you kids with your Twitter. <laughs> stop it
1: get out of my newsroom get
0: off of my lawn
1: oh well um, my memory is getting kind of bad though yeah well
0: we're that. all going to be there any minute now so just you know <laughs> let's be nice to the old farts because well, no, I think that the- I, I always think okay so what in 10 years there's going to be you know something new the uh, pooper and I'm going to go <laughs> I don't like it I don't want to know when somebody's going to the bathroom and it'll just be me being at a date. <laughs> actually, maybe yeah. not in that case. Well, that actually, you know, that's where you're more
2: unusual than your publicness. I am people our age who have this thirst this is, for the change
0: in the news. This is a, not. There's not a freaky. lot of us. Yeah. No, but that's uh, that's what's keeping me young. Uh, amen. I wouldn't trade that for the world. <laughs> it does Google News stink? Because MG Siegler Siegler said it's really bad and everybody hates it. I use it every day. And I thought, well, what? I didn't realize Google News was that bad. I don't think it stinks. I use it. Is it a bad thing? Anyway, uh, they've re- they're redesigning it a little bit. Um, the newly expandable stories on Google News in the U.S. released today gives you greater story diversity with less clutter.
1: No more filter bubble. Well, maybe you can expand. Uh, you can expand uh, stories down, and you can do a flashy thumbnail slide side to side. It looks pretty snazzy. I can't say I use Google News every day, but I do. I do look at it occasionally.
0: I, I don't know why I, when I when I need tech news, when I need to see what the big tech news stories are, I just go. I go to Google News and I click the uh, text text. Oh, it is different, isn't it? Well, I certainly use
2: it every week. I was using it furiously an hour ago. Right.
0: That's how <laughs> how we find our stories, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, this doesn't have the new features. It's only on the front page, I guess, that the new uh-huh. features are.
1: Yeah, it does look that way. It's just yeah. the front
0: page. Yeah. It's cosmetic mostly, right? Is it or no? I can't tell.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think one of the things that I read, I have not played with this, that, you know, the, the ability to restrict how many blogs it shows you, and how it defines blogs. I remain unhappy with Google News.
0: Boy, you'd think Arnold Schwarzenegger was the only story in the U.S. (laughs) Holy cow.
1: Right, he's the first.
0: First, second, third, fourth, fifth.
2: What the hell?
1: Obviously, Leo, this
2: is is, uh, customized to you, so you must have.
0: (laughs) (laughs) ah the filter bubble again. Yes. TMZ Live, your question's answered. That's the top, really? Okay, maybe Google News does stick. That's the top Story <laughs> the tippity top story. Oh,
1: uh, so that's not. That am I logged in? I am
0: logged in. Wait, let me look. If I log out, what's the top story? If I log out, yeah, I've got TMZ the same live thing. as my top story as well. Oh man, they must know me better than I do, yeah, even if I'm logged out. But of course, the number two story is the uh, international monetary fund guy, sex scandal, sex scandal. Then the third story, U.S. sanctions Syria for human rights abuses. That might really, you might want to move that one up a little.
2: See, I don't have that as third. I have Gates says somebody in Pakistan knew about bin Laden. Me too. Oh, you
0: guys are, oh, see, that's because I logged out. Let me log back in.
2: Uh, Maybe, maybe. Fourth for me is Android Google security scare, which I have to believe is unusual for me.
0: Yeah, you know what? When I log in, Gates is number three on mine too.
1: I can't reveal because that might be telling you too much private information.
0: <laughs> is it Glee? Come on, tell the truth. Is it Glee? Right on the top there. No, no, I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> no, no, the, fourth one, the fourth one is also the uh, the Android security scare for me. So it sounds like we have similar ones. Although I'll be honest, I don't I don't look at Google News very often. But this has to be personalized to your search results, right? Or your
0: well, you'd want that to be.
1: You'd want you'd want it to be. So is that Honestly, why the
0: the number I, I, one video on my Google News is man eats two hundred fifty thousandth Big Mac thirty nine years after his first?
2: <laughs> I like that story.
0: Yeah, or Russell Martin gets it'll a be, panic here. Ma- Manny Petty, I don't.
2: when I get that many burritos?
0: Yeah, there should be a chipotle uh, video here.
1: Yeah, I, I also have the Big Mac story. Do you? <laughs> they, yeah. Must, yeah. they must
0: know something about. It. See now, here is the paranoia thing: an insurance company can then say, ah, you must be eating a lot of junk food. We're going to, denied! Right. So the solution is single-payer insurance. That's all. Um, mm. Moving on. See, my liberal bias snuck in. <laughs> moving on. Let's talk about the uh, Android issue, because it's uh, potentially a pretty big issue. Google says we've got to fix, but to get fixed, you've got to get the latest version of Android. Good luck with that.
1: <laughs>
0: uh. Uh, but before we talk about I'll, you guys can moan in private we're going to talk a little bit about squarespace.com the secret behind exceptional websites and our fine sponsor for this portion of the this week in google show i probably shouldn't say the this week in google show that's too many of squarespace.com slash twig is the place to go to find out more about this it's hosting plus the best darn software out there not just for blogs but for Websites in general, if you're tired of wrestling with your content management system, wrestle no more. You get a great-looking site because you start with these incredible templates that each and every site looks unique because it's so easy to customize with sliders and buttons. Of course, if you know CSS and JavaScript, the sky's the limit there. Then makes it easy to post on your site with that incredible iPad or iPhone app. I wish they get an Android one. I have to talk to Dane and and Anthony and say, hey. Android version, Android version, great stats, beautiful photo galleries. A lot of photographers use Squarespace because it makes it so easy to post your portfolio. There's form building, data connection, collection, even forums. When I say data collection, by the way, I'm not saying like sneaky. I'm saying you could put forms on your site. No, no, not sneaky data Uh, really is nice. Try it free right now. Go to squarespace.com slash twig. Click the green try it free button. All you need to provide is a site name, a password and an email address, no credit card or anything like that. For two weeks, you have a full run of the Squarespace software. Anything you can do, you could try. It's a great way to create a site for family or friends who don't know about the web or don't have a site. If you know, if your friends have a business that isn't on the web, you got to explain to them. If you're not on the web, you don't exist. Create that site right now, squarespace.com slash twig. You can create a forum, hand over the keys. It's kind of fun. I know a number of people who do that. Squarespace.com slash twig. We thank them so much for their support of this week in Google. So security experts say that there is a a, a massive flaw. Actually, there's a number of flaws here. Let's talk about the one that's on 97% of all Android phones. That uh, basically leak your credentials out in such a way, leak a token out in such a way that people can get that token and then log into your Google accounts, your Gmail, and your calendar and contacts.
1: This for- is this is similar to Fire Sheep, right? The idea yeah, is if it's you're on an Unsecured network. Yep. someone someone get a token <clears throat> or sniff that token and then log in as you to uh, calendar, contacts, and uh, other Google and non Google services, right? I, yeah, know,
0: I, I just don't understand. Uh, why more attacks don't happen on on uh, smartphones because they just they're ba- you know they're just sitting ducks. Oh, it's true. Oh, I'm it's sorry. True. Yeah, I shouldn't mention it. Hacker. Uh, yeah, like they don't
2: know, they, Jeff. They keep saying that it's a server side fix on the chat room and Twitter.
0: Yeah, isn't that interesting? They fixed it everywhere, but Picasso. Uh, until the server side fix, though, it, it only affected uh, uh, I think uh, Froyo, right? So if you had Gingerbread, you weren't were vulnerable. They did push a fix on other versions of android as well uh any version of android prior to 234 was susceptible so they fixed it on the server side
1: which they kind of had to right because getting out the, these new versions uh as we know that doesn't happen very quickly and this right. is the kind of fix that needs to go out very quickly right so it's um, a good thing it was server side
0: so yeah it was basically fire sheep huh it was that fire sheep thing
1: it it sounds similar but this is they're saying that it was stored on the servers in an insecure way oh. and this is why the oh. server side fix so, so it may not be exactly uh the same as Firesheep, but but it only happened on insecure i'm, I'm not really sure
0: a weak authentication api uh, okay google's api requests see it's funny cuz i tried when Firesheep came out this is the program the the plugin for uh, uh firefox that lets you go to an open access spot and see who's on Twitter, who's on Facebook, and then impersonate them because you get their token uh, so you their don't cookie. have to log in. They're, it's just a cookie, and then and you they just use that and say, I'm in the same set. You piggyback on their session, basically. Right. Um, so this is similar to that. Except um,
1: that the API was insecure, so they could change right. the way they handle that token on the server side. Google's say, API
0: requests a token by sending a password and username encrypted via a clear connection so the token that's coming back you know your password's safe but the token's coming back in plain text
1: right so okay. if i'm
0: sitting on an open network uh i just i can see the token float by and grab it
1: right so, so
0: it's good temporarily while you're there well that was kind of the issue This, this token this also? token lasted i think longer than one would one would like
1: yeah, it's a good question. I wonder if you changed your password, you know, would it... Uh, no, that should change token. it. That should change it, yeah, right? that should change yeah. it. But still, you want to roll the, tokens the expire. server side without requiring... Tokens to-
0: normally expire. Yeah. Uh, I don't, but they have expiration dates. They You have to set the expiration date, and I don't know what the, how they were set. It, you know, this was the problem with Facebook that, that a couple of uh, days ago, where there were some tokens that were never expired. Most Facebook tokens expired after two hours, But there were some tokens that never expired, and then that was further compounded by the fact that it it was leaked in a clear URL that the third-party applications could send out. So another reason why it's really good that Google is going to standardize the operating system versions across the board, right? Yeah. Because if you've got a lot of people on older versions of Android, fortunately they (laughs) could fix this on the server. So, Leo, that's interesting. So, so let's imagine that
2: there were a client-side flaw, a bad emergency flaw. The structure is not set up at all to do a broad release.
1: That's I, it a, should be. and It needs to be. You're right. It isn't, and it should be.
2: Yeah.
0: My understanding, and in this, I don't know if this is accurate, but I read something that said this. I don't even remember where, so I don't even know how, who to attribute this to, is that there are three levels of, patches from the carrier there yes. are there's a security patch which is free to yes. the carrier the carrier should push out right away it's kind of transparent there's a fix a, a lesser important fix and then there's a software upgrade and that's the problem is that these android version upgrades are software upgrades which the handset manufacturers have to pay the carrier for is that right, right Gina? am i saying that right
1: Right, that's right. But security fixes, there is a mechanism for security fixes. Right, and they're, they're supposed to, to be out. just.
0: Oh, okay. good. Yeah, there is. Better. There is. And 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 it's not. There's no charge for that, and it's kind of automatic. And so presumably that that wouldn't be too. Hard okay. To be. Never mind.
1: Never yeah. mind. Yeah,
0: you're right. All right. Anyway, well, well, we've let you know. Just be aware. What's the story with this? Uh, the Blurred House. mister Blurmany, Jeff Jarvis. <laughs> so as
2: we know, Germans went, went, went uh, numb-nutty about um, the Google Street View, and they demanded, uh, 244,000 demanded their, their Pixelungsrecht. I yeah. love saying
0: that. I love that.
2: Uh, to get their homes or businesses pixelated. And so a local hardware store used this as an opportunity to um, pixelate a house in real life. And um use it as a um an know? ad? Is it an ad? Yeah, it's an ad. Is it the house is an ad. Let's see if it goes. Is this in places. Germany? It's in Germany. Uh, the thing's in English, but don't worry about it. So so it says that blah 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 blah. Everybody hated it. And then they go and they um in a minute here, you're gonna see them
0: um over two hundred and fifty thousand people have opted to have their homes pixelated in Germany. That's why we call it blurmany. <laughs> so they did this. They they so actually they blurred the house in real life. <laughs> so they went to the hardware store, Profi, profi Ernest. The,
2: the Profi Ernest is the hardware store, and they and they went and they took a picture of the house and they blurred it, and then they put that picture up over the house. <laughs> and they here they go, here they're doing it. Here it, it. is. And, and so they then say, "There's no reason to be ashamed of your house. Come to Profi
0: Ernest, fix it up." That is yeah. funny.
1: Great Isn't ad great? campaign.
0: What a great ad campaign. People are looking at what's wrong with my is my vision. Uh, oh, yeah, there's something. I guess people kind of know about blurrmony, so uh, yeah, they kind of know what's going on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, a little a little commercial interlude, a little silly moment for Profi Ernst, which is it, so that's a hardware. It's like a hardware store, I guess so. Yeah. Stephen Hawking has a message for Google. Professor Hawking says. Philosophy is dead. This was at the Zeitgeist conference.
2: Which, by the way, let me just pull off here. What do we have to do? Create sucky, uh, uh, brown-nosing shows. I don't mean sucky, but I was going to be obscene there. i stop myself. <laughs> brown-nosing shows and a book about Google and <laughs> get invited to friggin' Zeitgeist? Hey,
0: we kiss your ass, Google. Let us in. Jesus. Well, it wasn't Hertfordshire. Well, I'm fine. You'd go I to Hertfordshire. Her it's lovely. It's Jeff this travels. He
1: travels. So what is the zeitgeist?
0: I mean, I know what Google zeitgeist is because they do that at the end of every year, like kind of a state of the universe, state of the search page.
1: Right. What it people are
2: searching for? I in, and I can impress them. And Karen, Karen Wickery said in Twitter when I complained about this, I whined and moaned and fetched. <laughs> and she said that the the algo is complicated.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Blame the algorithm. Oh God, I hate that. The algo is complicated. He just had this vision of someone in the future. Um, Why won't you marry me? Well, the algo is (laughs) complicated. complicated. That needs to be a new Facebook dropdown for relationships. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) so So Hawking was speaking, which I think would be kind of kind of cool. He basically says that that philosophy hasn't kept up with a
2: fact based world. Of things like physics, and it can't answer the questions the way that facts can.
0: Well, you so it's know, a
2: science thing.
0: I think that there is something even deeper here, which is that the, the value of facts is, has been devalued a little bit because facts are so widely available. Oh. And this came to me uh, when I uh, gave my father-in-law, who's a science teacher, an iPad, and I showed him the elements thing, and I showed him some like Star Walk and stuff. He said, "Imagine if Copernicus." who spent most of his life building the telescopes that allowed him to make the observations to come up with, you know, the fact that the Earth revolved around the sun. Imagine if he'd had, if he didn't have to build, you know, that the facts were there and he could do his synthetic process just from, you know, all the information that had been gathered. The access to information changes the value of facts on the one hand, which in the old days were much more valuable because they were harder to get. And on the other hand, uh, gives many more people an opportunity to synthesize exactly. and theorize. Not, not to go back, to
2: Habermas twice, Gutenberg three times. <laughs> We're
1: Elizabeth keeping Eisenstein, score. Who wrote the, That's
2: um, it. We should have a scoreboard.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm just doing it before the chat room does. <laughs> Get the terms off of there. I don't think they can spell lecture. Habermas. I think you're safe. Um, uh, yeah, who's Habermas? <laughs> um, wasn't he did he work at Facebook? Um, <laughs> so. Um, Eisenstein points out that, that, that before the printing press, the scholars had to go to the books, right? right? If you wanted to be a scholar, you had to go town to town to town to, the, to find the books to get the knowledge, and the books kind of couldn't compare with each other. There's one copy here, one copy there. Books come along, changes life. Before printing presses, you remembered things by creating rhymes and things. You didn't need to do that. You can look it up. Right. So life just changes. It's okay. I don't think it's bad. And I, I, You know, I, I don't know that i buy Hawking's yeah. argument. Uh, there are some things that we don't have answers for, and so philosophers try to fill in that blank as best they can, and that right. will always be the case. We're never going to know everything.
0: Speaking of which, the Winklevoss twins have decided to appeal to the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Uh, go as, much really as, we, as much as we as much as we may have disagreed with the social networks portrayal of the facts around the birth of Facebook I think they got the winklewise dead on yeah. <laughs> Because you know th- they go to Lawrence Summers and say he stole our idea and Lawrence Summers said you are men of Harvard come up with another idea And don't you want that to be the scene it- in the Supreme Court next <laughs> Let's yeah. pull them in just so we can make fun of them. It's just an idea. Come up with another one.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Instead, they say, no, but
1: this was our
0: idea. And they already got, what, was it $160 million, and that oh. wasn't enough?
1: I mean, this is the thing. Do you want your legacy to be? I spent all these years fighting over a couple of bucks about a stolen idea because I didn't have another idea. I mean, uh.
0: <laughs> I kind of like, I mean, I kind of enjoy this. I mean, it- I don't know what the Supreme Court will do, but I think it'd be great if they watch the movie and then just duplicate Larry Summers' response. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're men of Harvard.
2: Well, it won't come... You know what's coming next? And and actually, I would watch this in a flash. The Winklevi reality show.
0: (laughs) Oh, nice. Let's follow the Winklevi twins. Or or
2: the Winklevi join Celebrity Apprentice. Now that...
1: That would be great. The
2: door. Yeah,
0: you know, learn from the modern world, and you know, do you know, become a become a be be great celebrity. Don't don't continue this lawsuit. It's really interesting. I mean, they really feel um, sl- you know slighted. They feel injured. Obviously, mm. they I, feel I, like they
1: deserve more of the money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they said, "Oh, Facebook lied to us. They were worth more. If we had known, we wouldn't have accepted one hundred sixty—a uh, paltry." $160 million. Dollars.
2: Well, but then, no, that's the irony. They didn't accept $160 million. They accepted, what, thirty five. But it it's turned out to be. It's good management of Facebook right. that it's not worth $160 million. <laughs> I somehow think that the Wiggle Vibe wouldn't manage it quite so well as Mark has.
0: Can you say chutzpah in, in Harvard? Chutzpah. Uh, They've got chutzpah. <laughs> they <don't think> <laughs> those there. boys certainly have chutzpah. Um, I see a, a word sock puppetry, but I don't see a... <laughs>
2: Do we want to discuss (laughs) the Facebook's, I couldn't find one, believe it or not, the Facebook sock puppetry. Maybe the story may be too old now. What is it? I don't know. Facebook hired Burson Marcella. We haven't talked about
0: this. No, we haven't. Is this the term sock puppetry? Yeah. Because you're using somebody as a mouthpiece. Yes. So they hired a PR firm. Somebody at Facebook PR had a, v- a singularly bad idea. I mean, I think that's mostly what you can accuse them of. To hire a PR firm to plant stories on blogs saying it's not Facebook, it's Google. Google's the privacy problem, not us. I mean, not them Facebook. I mean Google. So I wasn't I'm not I'm a bad sock puppet. So, uh, what do you think? It,
1: does this mean you know? that Facebook is fundamentally a morally corrupt company? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, I, I, sorry, that can't make me a little stronger than I meant for it to be. But like every time a story like this happens with Facebook, this isn't the first time that Facebook has done, you know, beacon the privacy stuff. I mean, that, it feels like yeah. there are times when Facebook is, is, is deliberately um, hiding things and, and doing, doing evil. We I, are I don't evil. know.
0: Well, if they're owned by the CIA, I guess it's not a surprise. Well, the CIA also wants to sock puppet. They, they put
2: out a, uh, an RFP the Army did a while ago to do a whole bunch of sock puppetry in, in Arab nations.
0: Um, it's just dumb know, because you know that somebody, which is what happens, some blog is going to say, hey, you won't believe what just happened. Facebook offered me 150 bucks to publish this article. Right. I mean, it was right. inevitable that they would get caught. So it's just stupid more
1: Absolutely than anything. Absolutely inevitable. It's and, just and, and stupid.
2: And it just says these days, it, uh, I love it because it goes to the book, it just says these days that if you don't stand up behind your name and say what you're saying, then right.
0: you will be out really get uh, I, for some reason, it doesn't bother me. It just seems like this is the kind of thing that goes on all the time, doesn't it? I mean...
1: Do, am I being naive? Does this kind of thing go on all the time? Does everybody do this and they just got caught? It feels like uh, doing this...
0: Yeah, they have, that's what PR companies do. It's, that's what they do. I mean, they may not do it in such an egregious fashion. This and what seems would Google do? Really I are- bad. It is. It's pretty. It's creepy. I don't know if you're naive, Gina. I mean, it is definitely creepy. But I do it's feel PR like it's kind of. Lobbying. It's kind oh. of standard op- operating practice, right? I mean, this is uh, all companies try to uh, spread FUD about the competition, and they use a yeah. variety of tools to do it. And most of the time, they're a- trying to get the press, they're trying to get us. It's misdirection pay no attention, it's over there. And that's that's what PR people do. Sometimes they go, pay no attention, it's over here. But it's the same thing.
2: It- right. The interesting thing in this case, Gina, was that, what, what, I'll back up and now quote my book. I'm being really obnoxious today. Please. What would Google do? I, you know, What so would Habermas would, say? Uh, <laughs> I, <if> I snick, <laughs> You should um, write that book. He'd, he'd say, pixelate my home. Um <laughs> Uh, so I, I said that there were two professions that couldn't be googly: law and PR. It's an easy <laughs> punchline, but also just said that the reason is they have clients and that they can't, they have to speak for the clients, they have to do the clients, but they have to take swords in the stomach for the client, right? right. What's interesting about this story is that as soon as this happened, Burst Marceller, the PR company, threw Facebook under the bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and said, we never should have done this, right? So what ask, what I wonder about that is, what's more dishonorable Doing it in the first place and then trying to blame your client for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
2: And I, no I kidding. think First Marseller comes across ten times worse even than Facebook.
0: Don't they uh, they have a terrible reputation? It seems to me. Yeah. I, yeah. They, they do a lot of political stuff. Because they didn't yeah, what, they
1: didn't what? protect their client, they didn't take the head. But they
0: do they work for some pretty, as I remember, some pretty nasty fellas. Who, who, and who would hire them now? Right? Yeah, That's, that's the problem with PR.
1: Right, bad PR doesn't means no more clients.
0: They are the world's fifth largest PR firm. Oh, yeah. But they do they they represent you know governments, yep. and uh, you know with poor you know you know our human rights record isn't all that bad. Look at Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> the the Nigerian nice- the Nigerian government hired them to discredit reports of genocide during the Biafran War. Okay. How's that- Okay. The Argentinian junta after the disappearance of 35,000 civilians. Who are you going to call? Burstyn Marsteller. The Indonesian government after the massacres in East Timor. They also work to improve the image of Romanian president and funny man Nicolae Ceausescu and the Saudi royal family. So I think Facebook, at least the person at Facebook, knew who to call. Well, I that's mean... that's a horrible thing too. They knew they were doing something sleazy. Yeah, home. sleazy company. Who you gonna call? I'm <sighs> betting Burstyn suggested it. You oh, know, you know what we could do? <laughs> yeah, right. You're right. You're right. You, you know, <laughs> we did this before for the Nigerians. They loved <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> it
0: They've you. also worked for Big Tobacco. Yeah, they uh they. Uh, European biotech firms to counter Greenpeace arguments on uh, genetically modified food. There's a whole website I'm looking awesome. at.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> this makes me really trust Facebook's choice. And <laughs> they, uh, they went to these guys. Wow. This oh, is, AIG. Facebook is not trying. They're not trying to be good.
0: <gasps> no. So
1: no I, I, are, that, I, I found up.
2: trouble finding stuff on Google News, which means that they've cleverly managed to kind of bury this. And it's, it's, I mean, Gina's reaction is great because you're you're shocked. (laughs) But it also... um, I'm also naive and
1: earnest.
0: It's not around that much. We We just unearthed it again. She's so naive and earnest.
1: I mean, it just felt like another check. Like, of course, Facebook did this. Yes,
0: it is. They have this I mean, kind of you, you really do have to look at kind of their track record over and over again. By the way, I think that one of the, the real disservices that the mainstream media, which spent a lot of time on sock puppetry did. And one of the reasons we didn't cover sock puppetry so thoroughly over the past week is it distracted people from a much bigger issue to me, which is that Facebook was leaking people's profiles. Right. Um and you know, I tweeted. I didn't tweet this story. I tweeted change your password on Facebook because if you don't, you have the potential that th- all sorts of third parties have your profile information uh, due to uh, due to leaks. And that was kind of buried. And I think it's interesting. The media. Well, it's an easier story, right? It's it's uh, the right. technology is complicated on the other stuff. And besides, sock puppetry has a good name. It does. Do you think it's creepy that an Israeli couple named their baby Like? Yeah, it might mean something in in Hebrew that's not.
2: Well, if you named it like because you like the baby, that's okay. If you name it like <laughs> after Facebook, that's creepy.
0: As long as they don't tattoo a thumbs up on its rump, I think it's probably
1: <laughs> it's
0: probably okay.
1: Developers software creates <laughs> culture.
0: Well, we st- we had that story when the after the Egyptian uh, spring that the, some an Egyptian parent named their uh, baby Facebook in Egyptian. Mm. The problem is, what's
2: this kid's nickname going to be?
0: Dis dis hey dis I like it <laughs> i put i'm I'm embarrassed to say I put a like button on my blog uh, this week and a send button because it drives so much traffic you can't not do it, and now that Bing is incorporating this stuff, I mean I don't know anybody who uses Bing, but I presume somebody's using it yeah and uh, Bing
2: is now putting things your friends liked higher right.
0: in the search. Right, so if before you,
2: they just marked it, now they're moving it up. They're right. it.
0: So you're crazy if you're a, and th- by the way, this is another reason to hate Facebook. You're crazy if you're a website and you don't have a Facebook like button because you're in effect going to be you're going to be downgraded on Bing because you don't. Right. So, so it's important to, uh, to you know now you have to play in this ecosystem and this is really where Facebook. Uh, Oh god, I need to redesign. I'm so I'm 20 years overdue redesigning my blog. I've got to get somebody to redo well, it. Well I'm not suggesting you put a like button. Make better no, decisions with the stuff. help of your friends. Learn more. Okay. Do I have to turn it on? Does it does it require me?
1: It looks that way. It looks like you have to press this try social search now button. I haven't looked at Bing in ages.
0: Try social search now. Maybe maybe this
1: Your Bing experience gets even better when nice you connect Nice looking to Facebook. young Microsofty
0: will explain this. <laughs> By the way, it's got a like button on on the explanation. Uh, these things are. I think this is the the bane of the web. Just a moment. Oh, here she comes. Hey, Bing's a happy place where you can find things your friends like.
1: But sometimes they're not in the same city or they're in class or we really just can't get together in a store. So I'll do my shopping online. I'll actually head over to Bing Shopping. And one of the great features that they have there is this thing called shopping lists. By building a shopping list. No, l-
0: sorry. Not going to do it. Okay. Now, when I search for, let me search for something else. Let's search for uh, Twig.
1: You must have connected already because I'm doing a connect. Yeah. I okay. push
0: the button. But not my friends apparently don't like Twix. See, this is why I need a like <laughs> button. I need a like button. Let's look at TechCrunch.
1: I don't click it that often.
0: Yeah, click it more often. Look what my friends like on TechCrunch right here. Oh. Well, mm. MG Siegler likes it.
1: <laughs> MG's liking his own articles. He's liking the, his own I'm articles. Like <laughs> well, there you go.
0: Let's see. What does he <laughs> say? He By the way, MG, notorious Apple fanboy. Why isn't Google Chrome a part of Android? No. And... Now to see if this social search stuff actually works. So actually, I fell for his little uh, honeypot. You did. I did. So now I'm You're losing sure. my friend. That's. I guess you, this is why it's important that you cultivate the right friends. People who like things. People who like. Do you things. like people who like? Uh, so what do you think? I mean, I mean, I know anyway. I think it's a bad idea. So let's take a break. We're going to come back with our. Do we have any other big stories that we don't want to? Miss, they canceled no, so. that Stuff My Dad Says Show. It's funny, but it's not really the cloud. It has nothing to do with the cloud. The Google Translate beatbox? It's funny for a minute. All right.
1: Yeah, that second video is pretty funny.
0: Google Translate, the remix. When we built Google Translate, we thought it was a cool tool. We had to admit we had fairly straightforward ideas about what it would be useful for. However, no, no. Here is a Google Demo Slam Translate beatbox. Let's see what the... Going to English to German. Isn't
2: that great?
1: <laughs> he
0: typed in a bunch of random.
1: <laughs> he did. No, that's a, the b is pretty good. That second video is pretty good too. They're, they like remixed a song based on, uh, in Chinese.
0: All right, let's see. This is a Google, is this translate also?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. it's similar.
0: So typing Uh. in something in English into the Chinese box. Google Translation.
1: This is Google Translation.
0: Okay, that's in English. One, two. Half a million
1: views in Taiwan. Google (laughs) Translation. Google
0: Translation. Sounds like Kraftwerk. Wow.
1: <laughs> I guess
0: if you're reading the. If you speak Chinese and you read the Chinese and then see what the translation is, it's
1: funny, right? <laughs>
0: it's pretty catchy.
1: Kind of awesome, right? <laughs>
0: Solitary dog, estimated dog, estimated dog translation Cheers, my
1: translation <laughs> Oh, and it even talks about the beatbox <laughs> It's a Chinese beatbox This is awesome it's like a whole new art form
0: Piano solo
2: Yeah, you know what? I like it. I like it. it. Here's the problem. It just proves we get no serendipity in life, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, Yeah, because I I would, uh, you know, I never found that.
2: No, 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 no. We'd never find that. Yeah. No, no. no. We didn't
0: see that. Let's take a break. the
2: same old stuff about Android. That's all I do.
0: (laughs) I don't want to hear anything about beatboxes. Take that off of my whatever, stumble upon. I'm unlocking my iPad right now because... I want to show you a new iPad app. Then we're going to get to your tip, tool, and uh, number of the week. With The new, the new um, furniture is on its way to our new studio.
1: I and was
2: watching the video, my friend, and I, I tweeted before that I want to quit my jobs and my life and come
0: out there and move I'll, there. I'll set up a desk here. for both of you. It'd be yeah, great. Yeah, that
1: new space looks awesome. It looks amazing, yeah, Leo. Yeah, great.
0: I'm so excited. And we, so we're happy. awarded the furniture. So we, got, we made a deal, a product placement deal with Restoration Hardware. Oh, Do you know great. that? Oh, yeah. I nice. we built well. Um, I love that. I love hanging out at Restoration Hardware. And um, so they have now an iPhone and an iPod and iPad app uh, that is their whole catalog. So I downloaded the uh, catalog on here. This is how we actually figured out what we were going to get. This is their 384-page source book. So I don't even get this in my mail. I get the little tiny one. But now you can get the whole source book. Here on your iPad. And you can zoom in at stuff. I'll show you. Let me see if I can find some of the stuff we ordered. Because we wanted to go to the Captain Nemo route. You know, kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, retro. I want it to look like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. A little steampunky, but not not completely. Like this clock. Nice. Yeah, we ordered that clock. I love that clock.
1: Go Restoration Hardware. Yeah. Nice app.
0: So, see, I, I zoomed in on it. So, that's... It's in the mirror, though. It's backwards. But... um. Yeah, they did a nice job. I mean, it's, I think you have to order. When you click order, you go, the, you go through the web. But this is really nice, and you can easily zoom in on what you want to read about. It shows you the page.
1: That's because so, Apple would have gotten
0: 70%. Oh, you're exactly right. <laughs> That's Uh-oh. exactly right. Sorry. <laughs> they, no, you're right. They didn't want to do in-app purchases. Apple would have taken made a Gina chunk. Cynical.
2: She's always looking for the
0: evil uh, motive. I think we got this one, too. We got a bunch of big clocks. I like those.
1: Yeah, And some really, really cool
0: furniture. They have this kind of airline. It looks like it's made a, like an airline wing. It's hammered aluminum. Anyway, we, we were looking at these chairs, but I just I vetoed them. I think we got the table, though. I love that table. I think that's what we're going to use on the uh, TNT set. And we got this bookshelf. Anyway, thank yeah. you, Restoration Hardware, for providing a whole bunch of uh, beautiful furniture for a new set. And in return, I'd like to invite you to check out their free iPad app. 2.0 just came out. Restoration Hardware. Search for it on uh, the iTunes app store thank you restoration hardware we love that you know what they have um it's in there for christmas i bought some like they have some good coffee table books i bought some christmas presents there retro games i love that
1: nice
0: let us go to gina trapani now for our tip of the week
1: tip of the week spreadsheet nerds yay now pivot tables in google docs what Pivot tables. That's
0: the most sophisticated feature in Excel. They got it in it, Google Docs?
1: They did. They did. I, I noticed it when I logged in to look at our rundown today, and it, you'll see a little kind of pop-up box that say pivot, table, pivot tables are in. If they're in the uh, in the data menu. it's You choose pivot table report. And obviously, this works really well if you have a spreadsheet full of numbers. Yeah, it won't um, work
0: on our show rundown. Yeah, it
1: won't really work on our rundown. Really but this well. is
0: really this is a very powerful tool that it took me a long time to learn how to use. In it Excel. is. It is
1: one of those. So you so you go to that right that right area, and then you can uh, define you know what columns you want to you know what rows and columns you want to add to the table, right. and. Um, yeah, wow. and then you can generate charts based on your pivot table. I have to say, I love spreadsheets. I'm, I'm not a huge, I'm not a pivot table expert, but the, the, the video on the blog post that I have in the, in the rundown there kind of gives you kind of an example of showing revenue over time uh, from, from a sales report. So it's really cool stuff. Pivot yeah, tables. it's, it's, it's hey. probably
0: non intuitive to learn it, but uh, highly worth uh, putting the energy in because it's a very powerful way to kind of massage data and look at it. Definitely. Cool.
1: Cool. Yeah, Google Docs, got you give, got to hand it to them. There's always something new. I feel like whenever I log into Google Docs, I get a little notification That's about It's pretty impressive. Something. Yeah. It is.
0: I love the uh, Google. We mentioned this before on Android. They now have a great Google Docs app.
1: Yes. Which
0: really um, makes it even more useful. Jeff Jarvis, your number of the week. 18% of Americans
2: log into Facebook before their head leaves the pillow in the morning. Oh, crap. 35% use some,
0: what? interact with some application. Wait a minute. You're saying they're still lying down? Yes. And, like, well, before they get up... Dead. Actually, I, I think dead. I understand this. You grab the phone, you hit the Facebook thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Whoa. Okay, you I can do? get up
0: now.
2: <laughs> it was a research conducted by Ericsson.
0: Yeah, so uh, it's phone. Yeah. Phone, it's phone, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is truly amazing. That's crazy. So I've been, um, for, my, uh, for my tool of the week, I've been playing an awful lot with this Samsung Galaxy Tab. And while I admit that it it needs a lot of work. I mean, I think I can't wait till 3.1 comes out. I wish it would come out soon. Um because it crashes on me fairly frequently It pauses and stuff, but I'm kind of grow- it's growing on me.
1: You got yeah. some cr- mad widgets happening there. Look Leo. at all the
0: widgets. I've been doing a lot of widgetifying. There's the Google yeah, you Docs widget, Evernote, nice. here's Gmail. This is that what I talked about last week, Grocery IQ, cuz I what I do now is I spend a lot of time <laughs> looking for tablet apps. Uh, yes. because there aren't that many. There's only, I don't know, 100, 200. They're not that many. I found a couple that I like and I wanted to share with you. This is, uh, I love Hacker News. I read Hacker News religiously. This is kind of like a newsreader mm-hmm. for Hacker News. It crashes on me a little bit. It's HN, yep, see it crashed. And oh. I, I know. it's that it just did a forced close. Let me see if I can launch it again. No. Uh, and I don't know if this is Honeycomb or not, because like, even my browser crashes a lot. Oh. But this is a great, it's a great uh, newsreader. It worked for What's a long, it? long time. HN Droid, Hacker News Droid, but it's just Hacker News. But a great way, I've always looked for a good way to read Hacker News because if you look at the straight feeds of Hacker News, you only get the headline. You don't get text. Right. That's so much. Rich. Feedly has done a pretty good job. It's uh, portrait only, but it does take advantage of the of the nice big portrait screen on the Samsung Galaxy tab. And this is the same thing. It's kind of a reader. Um I think does a nice job. We don't have Flipbook, you know, uh, with Flipboard, which is a really great app for the iPad. But this comes pretty close.
1: Yeah, it looks similar.
0: Yeah. It's nice. So I like this. I um, can never figure out where the menus are on these programs. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so you can subscribe. You can. It's in the upper left, folks. You can subscribe to uh, various feeds and so forth, uh, various topics as well. And it makes a nice little magazine. I have to say, I in some ways, this does really use the... You know, the portrait mode is extra long on a on a sixteen nine tablet. But I don't yeah. mind this. This is kind of makes it very legible.
1: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very cool.
0: And I cool. wanted to show you this because Steve Gibson sent it to me. This is a really nice... Look at this. It folds up. Tablet stand that you could put in your bag. It
1: oh, would, that is nice. It works with
0: any kind of tablet. And the, the manufacturer's name is... A R K O N. He got it on Amazon, Archon Resources. They're about 10 bucks. So, watch, you, 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 you un- open the legs, and they have little soft pads so they don't slide. So, you open the legs, and then um, his suggestion was to leave this, uh, let's see, how was it like? Oh, yeah, fold this up like that. So, that's kind of the basic mode. And it's got little notches in the uh, feet right. for the tablet, so it goes like this. It's very sturdy, and because of the rubber on the bottom, it just does not slide. Oh,
1: yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. A lot cheaper than the smart cover. Ten bucks. Of it.
0: So, yeah, we missed the smart cover, right? But, yeah, uh, I missed the
1: smart cover on but, the tablet a lot. Yeah, but at
0: least we have this. And you can, of course, by changing this angle, uh, very easily adjust the angle of the uh, tablet to all sorts of, of different angles. So I think this is pretty nice. Arkon, A-R-K-O-N resources. And i'm going to i think my 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 tools for a while are going to be more uh tools on the uh Galaxy honeycomb maps yeah honeycomb oh. honeycomb apps you know Google's apps look look great the context really it, it does a nice job. I don't want to show yeah good. It does a really nice job of of using the display in a beautiful yep. way i I hope gmail's awesome gmail's fantastic maps is really cool. I hope more apps take advantage of uh honeycomb. And I and it will of course give you a review of 3.1 when it comes out. But I have to say it's buggy. It really is still a little bit buggy. A little, he- you see the little hesitation.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is this is something that really bugs me. Maybe it's because of a widget thing, but it has to redraw everything when I change to portrait mode. That's mm-hmm. not good. Yeah, the the ta- I- iPad does not do that. It's much more. Look at yeah. That. See, that's annoying. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hope they fix that, but. But, and I was a little negative about this, the more I use it, the more I like it. Have you played with yours more, Gina?
1: I have. I have. I, I've, been, I've been liking it. But, you know, I have the iPad now.
0: Oh. <laughs> and so,
1: um, you know, and the iPad's a pretty amazing uh, device. So I've, having them side by side has been really interesting to me. You know, all the Google I.O. sessions are, are on YouTube. They went up like that day. Oh, so, uh, and I was, you know, had a lot of fun talking to people, but I didn't get to go to a lot of sessions. So just last night I watched the Honeycomb Highlights um, session.
0: Good. I'll Which have to watch not, that because there's yeah, probably a lot really of good. stuff. A nice
1: walkthrough of like some of their yeah. decisions and what you can do in the UI, like ch- changing changing an app to a to a tablet app. Uh, you know the status bar. Oh, good. And, and recently, yeah, it's 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 worth a watch if you really kind of want to get get a whole get your head around what they were thinking with Honeycomb. One thing like, I do kind of like
0: about Honeycomb, and I'd like to see uh, this in Ice Cream Sandwich, is the new notification system. On this, it's down at the bottom, mm-hmm. and you can click individual notifications, or you can pull up the whole. Whoops. Pull up the whole notification and it scrolls, yep. and I think that this is actually a very nice system for notifications.
1: Yes, I agree. Um,
0: I, I I hope that this is part of Ice Cream Sandwich, and of course I can close any individual notification just by tapping the X uh, there. So I think this yep. is this is pretty good.
1: It is, and notifications have always been sort of Android's uh, strong oh, one of their strongest wh- parts, right? it's the strongest parts. Oh, much better than Yeah, yeah, and but have- Honeycomb has some ways to go. I'm I'm looking forward to Ice Cream Sandwich.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's
1: say that. Yes. And 3-1.
0: 3-1. We'll see, you know. All right. That does it for this week in Google. For this week, Gina Trapani is at smarterware.org. Check out her great uh, blog. Of course, she still writes for uh, Lifehacker from time to time. And uh, her her day job is uh, thinkupapp.com. Beta 12
1: just dropped yesterday. So um, download and install. It's a, it's getting better. It's getting better. We're coming close to 1.0.
0: It is a really powerful uh, Twitter a- analysis tool that I do hope becomes um, widespread and widespread use because I get I get so much out of it. I really am glad I have an account on it. Thank you. Something. Someday I'll have my own ThinkUp server.
1: <laughs> Someday. Someday. It'll be good. We'll get you set. Yeah. We'll, we'll no, set. I
0: read the instructions and everything. It was like my PHP is missing one thing.
1: Yeah, it was the PDO library, right? Yeah. yeah. No. we're, we're like, going to get you
0: set up. I could get my, my sysadmins. They'd do it for me if I just asked. I'm just i kind of a do-it-yourself kind of
1: guy. Yeah, I like that about you. Leon. I
0: hate I hate having to ask a sysadmin to do anything. <laughs> yeah, Bear and Chris would do it for me in a heartbeat. But you know, Jeff Jarvis is at BuzzMachine.com. That's where he exposes all his intimate secrets. He's also the author of a great book, What Would Google Do? Soon to be Public Parts. I can't wait to see that. Did it come out? Where he will continue this conversation about public versus private. And uh, he tweets at Jeff Jarvis. Gina tweets at Gina Trapani. So that makes sense. Uh, uh, Gina what? Gina what? Trapani. <laughs> tr- Trapani. <laughs> is it related to tri- tr- tree panning the brain, you know, where you cut the skull out and you let. Is that is that any. It's like that where it was invented at Trapani? No relation. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Isn't that awesome what they call it? Salt. Tree panning?
1: Where they, <laughs> they a cut on a me.
0: portion of the skull out? And they let the. Anyway.
1: Define colon tree panning. Dude,
0: look it up. <laughs> I it's what you're named after, so you ought to know.
1: I should. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Perforate a person's skull with a trepan. <laughs> trepan. Wow.
0: It's kind <laughs> of medieval. It's, they probably don't do it much anymore.
1: That's TRE. I'm TRA, So I'm TRA. I'm oh,
0: okay. So you have never perforated a person's skull in, in, to your knowledge?
1: I have not, to my knowledge.
0: <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We do this show every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, live.twit.tv if you'd like to watch along with us. And uh, you can always download the show after the fact at uh, uh, twit.tv slash twig. We appreciate your watching. Don't forget to buy a brick. We are selling bricks for the Brick Twit House because we got to raise money because right, all right, this on. all this stuff that we're doing costs money and you can do that at bricks.twit.tv. We do have international sales. It's a little tricky. You have to call the 800 number. It's toll-free, but it's 855. If you have Skype, just Skype out to 855 and that's free. And you can and do and you can order the brick and everything. But I do apologize. It's so hard to do it if you're international. I don't I don't know why that is. Uh has something to do with I don't know, payment <laughs> probably. bricks.twit.tv we got the 4x8 the eight by eight, and you can even get your logo on there. Oh,
1: yeah. Very I'm cool. so doing this. You don't have to do that. My name will no, be on, on the, the wall. No, you don't no, have no, to no. do that. No, we're
0: no, going to, no. we're going to, uh, uh, I'm going to get a big, you know, how when they have a construction project, you have the big plaque on the wall, you know, that says mm-hmm. the Brick Twit House built May through October 2018, and uh, the names of the construction company. And then I'll have all the names of the staff and then all the host names. So your name will be on a big
1: plaque. Aw. Yeah. That's so great. I cannot wait to see this. It's going to be fun. I got to come see the cottage, though, before we yeah, have to Yeah, well, soon. you've got
0: time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just any time, sometime later this year. You know, I think we're going to be in in August. I think August is when we'll be in.
1: Okay.
0: Thank you so cool. much. Good to talk to you all. We'll see you next time on This Week in Google.